I'm Devito Parks. Welcome to Beyond the Mic, a podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners sharing their unique stories of how they built their business and define success on their terms. Each week, we take a conversational glimpse into what it really looks like when you break the mold and tap into your purpose. What happens when a corporate dropout says yes to a life-altering opportunity? No, this isn't the storyline from one of those made-for-TV movies, but it is the beginning of a lifelong journey towards financial freedom and better health for today's guest. Today, we sit down with millionaire and founder of the Healthy Hustle Academy, Renee Schreibman, for a conversation around courage, conviction, and mindset. Renee, welcome to the show. I am beyond excited to have you here this morning. Oh, thank you, Davida. I'm so honored to be here. I'm grateful that you asked me to speak. So excited to have you on today because I really want to know the full story of how you went from corporate dropout to millionaire. Like, I feel like I know the Notes version, and I know there has to be so much more in between those two points in your life, right? Oh, there, there is so much life happened in between that. Well, okay. Um, so I'll start back, dial it all the way back eight years ago. I was your typical corporate hustler. And I say that with so much pride because I took so much pride in the work that I did. I absolutely loved all of my corporate career and that that I had. But the biggest challenge I was faced as a mom is I felt like I was spending more time building someone else's dream, um, climbing the corporate ladder, working 60 plus hours a week, traveling all over the United States, that I was selling my soul to my career and my job and my family was missing out on moments with me. Mm. And I would say it kind of started to eat me alive. And I kept trying to think like, how can I get rich quick? And, (laughs) you know, I I think we all have those moments where we know that's not (laughs) the best for us, but we can only hope and wish. And uh, I would say that about six months into just really feeling very called and pulled in other directions. Um, I was introduced to nutritional products that for me, it was just, okay, a great way to amp up my nutrition. I'll just give you a very short history, but I have a digestive autoimmune disease. And for me, I had been struggling with my health since I was a kid, always putting band-aids on it Mm. in the form of medication, if I'm going to be real. And so, you know, fitness was a huge part of my life. Wellness and nutrition were a huge part of my life. And I knew that I needed to do something different because not only was it affecting me day to day, but it was also affecting my life and my job. I was always feeling very depleted and sick in my job. So whether it's the stress of the job or just the health, my personal health. Um, and so when I was introduced to the nutrition, it really kind of, um, I had that light bulb moment where I was like, huh, well, if I had this incredible response to this nutrition, couldn't other people too, this is too good to keep a secret. I'm going to share it. Right. And if you know me, you know that I share what I love. It doesn't matter what it is. (laughs) So get on my good side and I'll share away for you. Right. (laughs) Just like this podcast. I can't wait to share this with people. Um, so I just started sharing and accidentally ended up building a six to multiple six figure side hustle. I'll dial back for a second, but you're probably thinking, okay, well, how did you go from feeling great to making all this money? And really it was, I decided to have an open mind Mm. to see if there was opportunity. And here's why. 
we all have different things that drive us and that are our whys. And for me, it was at the time, uh, my health initially, right? And then it evolved to, okay, we're living paycheck to paycheck. We had two children in daycare. I know so many people can relate. Daycare is so expensive. And it was more than our mortgage. And my husband was getting ready to graduate with his MBA. And we were getting ready to take on all of his loan debt which that of itself suffocated me thinking about it, knowing that we were living paycheck to paycheck. So I thought, well, gosh, what if I could make an extra couple hundred dollars a month? And listen, the reality is so many Americans can relate to that. You know, a couple hundred dollars a month could completely change. Goes a long way. Right, completely change the financial blueprint of someone's family. So I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to show some people. And even if that means it's a couple hundred dollars, that's going to give us that financial breathing room. And, you know, a couple hundred dollars turned to a couple thousand dollars. And I was like, what is going on here? And I thought, huh, what if I could see my son get on the bus and off the bus on his first day of kindergarten? And like, even to this day, every time I talk about it, I get emotional because I would have never had that opportunity before in my corporate role. And, you know, this is my story. That was something that I'd always desired. Um, So I spent the next 10 months. I put my head down. I got focused. People say, how'd you do it? Bathroom breaks, driving to and from daycare. I would do calls with prospective clients. I would listen to podcasts. I would take on the training. I would do whatever I needed to do to grow my business in those pockets. I would stay up late at night. I didn't watch TV for seven years till the pandemic (laughs) is when I started watching TV again. Um, And, you know, I went from zero to six figures. 10 months after I really put my head down, I was able to build my network marketing, health and wellness business. And I turned in my notice to my boss with my head held high. He thought I was absolutely crazy. He's like, how could you give up the six figure income to sell shakes out of your trunk? And I was like, okay, let's talk in a year. Right. Uh, So, so that's kind of, you know, my story really started off as, you know, an entrepreneurial experience. I had a great experience, turned it into something great. The best part of the story is I doubled and then tripled my income within two years of leaving my corporate job. And really what led me to where I am now around six figures, I had cumulatively, cumulatively earned over a million dollars which is incredible. It would have taken me more than double to do that in my corporate career. I now have complete freedom and it has inspired me to support and help so many other small business owners, um, network marketers, you know, there's people in referral marketing, social selling. It's such a huge industry now because of the freedom that it allows, as well as the lucrative opportunity to really coach and mentor other people that aren't getting it within that space. Cause there's so many, and that's how the healthy hustle Academy was born is I'm taking my eight years of the good, the bad, the ugly, and the great, and really sharing with people how they can turn their prospects into partners and profit. And that's just 
to me, like an invaluable skill when it comes to becoming an entrepreneur of any kind of business. So that's, that's the not so short version of my story. No, that's exactly what I wanted. The full story and the why behind your decision. But now I do want to go back to something that you mentioned a moment ago about being in this endless cycle of building someone else's dream for them, rather than investing that time into building something of your own. When did you know for certain it was time to step out of that role and into your own business? Um, I would say that the turning point for me was when I started missing the moments, mm-hmm. like the school activities and the first crawl or saying someone's name for my kids. Like for me, that was, and I don't know if you meant before or now, but if I will say like back then when it came to like, I needed to figure out another way, another means for my livelihood, since I was the primary income earner, it was, I'm missing out on these moments. Mm -hmm. And that's not what I've worked for. I didn't work for that. Um, And, you know, even kind of fast forward now, like, what was the turning point for me to go from just being a network marketer to coaching and mentoring others is that there is a really big need out there. There's so many people that get into this as a hobby. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But for those that want to make it more, there just isn't necessarily always going to be enough mentoring, coaching, and support because not everybody is treating it like a business. Right. So I'm here to be able to provide that insight and that coaching and accountability to those people and the systems. Really, it's just making sure that you have the systems to set you up for success. So I want to touch on something that a lot of people listening may be wondering about. You've said openly that you were skeptical about joining this business, but here you are years later as one of the top producing leaders and earners in your business. So what do you say to the person listening who may be feeling the same way? And especially just being completely transparent, especially when there are those that think that MLMs or network marketing companies aren't real businesses. I always tell people I'm, I'm just an anyone. Like if this girl can do it, anyone can do it. I had zero experience in this industry. You know, so many other people that come in or have great experience, they had experience elsewhere. I just have grit and passion. And I think that has so much to do with it. Um, you know, people, I always say it's network marketing. Like, you know, you actually do have to work. And I want to kind of back up a little bit. I think we're all naturally skeptical. I'm even skeptical about things now, even though I know that like I was once skeptical about joining my network marketing company and look where I am. I mean, we just launched the biggest product that we've ever had in the history of our company, which is almost 20 years. And I'm going to be real with you guys. I was super skeptical about the product and it's just natural. And of course now like all of the results have validated themselves, but again, it's natural for us to be skeptical, but I think you have to come to the point where you're like, okay, am I going to sit here and I'm just going to be skeptical or am I going to give it a chance and see whether or not it works for me? And the other side of this is there's a lot of people that get into this industry that don't get the mentoring and support, which then leaves them feeling 
less bad, like right. leaves them feeling even more skeptical than when they started. And that's another reason why I started the Healthy Hustle Academy is because I don't want people to fall into that pit and then continue to be skeptical and, you know, talk about this industry in a negative light. Here's what I always tell people. One of the things that I love about this industry is when I was in my corporate job, if I didn't like my boss, I was screwed. If I didn't like, you know, someone on my team, there was no way to escape that other than I needed to find myself a new job, right? And who wants to do that? The thing I love about this is you have complete autonomy. If you don't like the person that introduced you to the company or the business or the products or whatever it is, you get to be you and do you. It doesn't matter. Like their success has nothing to do with your success and vice versa. So I do love that. And, you know, that's one of the biggest differentiators aside from the fact that at least with my opportunity, I have unlimited income in my corporate job. I was capped Mm. every year. I would hit my sales goal and then guess what would happen? They would jack it up. So I would have to work even harder to make the same amount of money that I made the year before. And that was so frustrating for me. So it's not like that now, you know, however hard I work is however much money I make. Next to the other thing, you know, people talk about, oh, it's one of those things. Well, I will tell you, when I look at my corporate history, I always had to climb the corporate ladder, call it what you want, but that's a pyramid. Okay. Somebody above me was making more money than me and they were making more money than them. And all of them were getting a cut of what I was bringing in. That's the real hierarchy structure. You know, I love here that if you work hard, you earn what you, you made, right? Like somebody that I introduced my business opportunity to makes more money than me. She was a company millionaire before I was. So it's just proof that it's not a pyramid, right? (laughs) She's stacked up there, right with me. Um, So I always tell people like, you really just need to know what you're getting into and come in with an open mind, but don't think that it's just going to be delivered to you on a silver platter. Like you're still going to have to work for it. Nobody earns money by just sitting back. Now I do go to sleep sometimes and (laughs) I make money because that's passive income, (laughs) but that's the beauty of being in a, you know, a business that has a passive income stream. Okay. Listen, you just said something that hit all the feels for me and gave me pause. When you are in that corporate setting or structure, your growth, your income, your progression, they're all determined by someone else's evaluation of your worth, right? Not your actual worth and what you bring to the table, but their evaluation of it, which means I could be one of the top or best producing employees at that company. But if the person that is directly over me doesn't see or chooses not to see my value, then I don't get to move up, you know? And I found myself in that very situation, right? I'm hitting my targets and KPIs. I'm exceeding the goals that were outlined for me, but I'm still capped. And it applies to really any industry when you are reporting to someone else. You know, it it can transfer to anything. You know, my, obviously my personal example is my corporate experience to now being a network marketing professional, but I think really anyone can truly relate to that. Absolutely. Renee's journey to millionaire began with a simple goal to get off the corporate bandwagon and take back her time, time that she desperately wanted to invest in her family and her well-being. As it turns out, her decision to leave her corporate job was the right one for both her and her family. In addition to earning over $1 million, Renee has created an online course to teach others to do the same. Her best advice to anyone thinking of becoming an entrepreneur is as simple as ABC. 
always be connecting. There's millions and millions and millions of Americans that have never heard about whatever it is that you're doing. Okay. Like we're not Johnson and Johnson. Okay. Let's be real. Do we have dreams and aspirations to be that? Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> but, but, but the truth is there's always space. You know, people say to me, Renee, you've been doing this for eight years and I am always a very consistent, what we call, like, um, you can call it in different companies, sponsor, enroller, associate, whatever it is. I'm very consistent. I usually bring in about a hundred new customers a year, which is a lot. Okay. And I'm going to just share this with you because I think it's important for people to understand you know, it's always be connecting. ABC is like my favorite ac- acronym. And, and Davida knows this because she sees me in person regularly. Well, <laughs> before COVID. And, you know, I always, I, I love meeting people. And it's not for the sake of my business, but it's just for the sake of, you never know what opportunities it can open up, whether it's for them, whether they can, can connect you with someone that you can help, not necessarily for your business even either, like promoting their business, right? Um, so I'm always connecting with different people and you really never know where that's gonna lead to. Do you feel as though the market is too saturated? Because to be fair, there are a lot of people in the health and wellness space. And whether that's in a traditional setting or an entrepreneurial setting, there are a lot of us, right? And I come from the school of thought that there is space for everyone who truly wants to be here and make an impact. But I want to know your thoughts. Um, So as far as, you know, the market being saturated, the example that I wanted to use was January, this January, 2021, I helped 35 new customers get started in one month. Okay. I historically have about a hundred in a year. So it's just proof that there really is the saturation is in your mind. And that's just a a limiting belief, right? That the market is too saturated. It, It really isn't. And it's all about the relationships that you have with other. It's a relationship business. Most businesses are relationship based and making sure that, you know, you're putting yourself out there and letting people know consistency is another big thing. Um, as far as saturated market goes, you know, if people don't know you have your lights on, they're not going to bring you business. Mm. So if you're not sharing about your business, it doesn't matter what that business is. It doesn't need to be network marketing. They're not going to know about it. So be loud and proud. You know, I think back to the days when advertising, whether it was on billboards or commercials, was just the right, the number one way. Like I remember Absolutely. as a kid, you, you see that cabbage patch kid and you're like, I gotta have it. I gotta have it, right? Well, that was them. They were advertising. Now so much of that happens on social media. Mm-hmm. So it's no different. So you just need to make sure that your lights are on and everybody knows it. And that's just one of my number one things is there really is no such thing as saturation in any market because there's always going to be space for them. Do you think that Kylie Jenner thought that the makeup market was too saturated when she when she rolled out her line that's now like a multi-billion dollar business? Right. Heck As no. if there wasn't already Mac and, yeah. you know, Estee Lauder and Lancome already out there. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's how I, you know, when people ask me that as far as like saturation, no, there's, there's room for everybody. So I want to go back to something you mentioned a moment ago about making sure that your light is turned on and making sure that people know that you're in business. Right. And I I have to touch on the pandemic a little bit here because this was one of those times in our history when a lot of lights were turned off. Right. And the harsh reality is, is we're not out of the woods yet. 
You know, like there are still companies and businesses that are trying to decide if they can remain open, if they can keep their light on. But you mentioned that your business wasn't greatly affected by the shutdown or the pandemic. So how in the world do you build a business and structure it in a way that it can withstand one of the worst national health crises that we've seen in our in our lifetime? I would say that I feel like my first seven years in this business prepared me for this past year. Mm. It was such a huge blessing because I have been, I use this word cautiously, but preaching for seven years, multiple streams of income, um, having an online business or online based business that you can virtually do anywhere from a smartphone. And, you know, we've talked about that and talked about that. And, you know, people will embrace it to an extent or they might even poo poo it. And that's totally okay. But I think those who, um, were able to pivot and or were already set up for success in this space really thrived through this time because you know you're able to already provide resources support information for people virtually and so many people were lagging as it relates to you know working virtually, operating in Zoom. You know, we've been using Zoom in my business for six years. And it was, I remember when everyone was like, oh my gosh, how are we going to do this? And everyone was using Zoom and I was over here giggling, like, how can I help people to get more confident and comfortable? And I'm like, wow, all these skills I've had these years, I now can apply to serve others, right? (laughs) So I would say, you know, it really prepared me because I had everything in place. Our business is thrived and soared for multiple reasons. One, I'm in the health and wellness space. You know, anything health and wellness right now, people are trying to figure out how they can be their healthiest in a time when we're in a national health pandemic. Um, Also, you know, I'm blessed in that I was partnered with a company that didn't have any um, issues with production or supply chain management, which was a really big challenge for a lot of industries and businesses, let alone our shipping systems were completely taxed because everybody's getting things delivered to their door. Like I have no inventory of my products. They just get shipped to my door. So that was great for me. You know, my groceries, which is my nutrition from my company gets delivered to my door no matter what. So I would say I was positioned like in the perfect place and space. And I'm so grateful for that. I think for those of you who might be struggling now and are listening to this, finding little ways that you can pivot to create value for the audience that you already have to provide services or products, whatever it is that that business is, is going to be so critical to be able to keep your lights on. And that might mean that you go from a brick and mortar to an online business. Just remember, just because that happened doesn't mean you failed. It, you've actually achieved, right? Because you're you're finding a way to pivot to be able to make something out of it. And it's really about community and supporting all of those people and, and really showing them love. And I think I, that's one of the things that I really want to do is be able to find more companies that are people that I can support that have had to pivot. Mm, it's that hard to serve. I love it. So speaking of business, what is next for you and your business? What's the next big pivot for you and your team? Oh, okay. Well, 
I was not expecting such an explosive January. <laughs> so I was in the middle of writing my course, um, which is a 14-day blueprint to move your prospects to partners and increase profitability in your business. So I need to get back to writing my course <laughs> um, because so many people, but I've been coaching a lot of people in this space. And I think that's something that I'm going to continue to do because it brings me so much joy um, knowing that other people are able to grow their businesses and have a thriving business, which I think is a big focus. So it's actually launching the course is what's next for me right now. And of course, earning another million dollars because <laughs> who wouldn't want to do Why that? <laughs> who doesn't want to do that? I always joke we, with our new product that we just released. I said, I'm going to make another million in half the time that I did with the, fir the first million with this product alone. And they're like, oh, okay. I like your confidence. Go for it. So what's been your biggest takeaway since leaving your corporate job? That's a great question. I have so many takeaways from that. But I think the, big, the biggest takeaway for me is that I really had to go with my gut. Um, and know that I couldn't let all the noise, it, the noise, even my own inner critic derail me from my dreams. And my dreams were to have independence. My dreams were to have uncapped income opportunity. My dreams were to be more present with my children. And in all the different roles I had had in my career, I was not able to find that balance. Mm. So, you know, People talked about me when I left my corporate career and I could have very easily let their chatter become my failures. And instead I used it to fuel me to success. Mm -hmm. And I think that was just such a huge part of it is, you know, I really put my blinders on, stayed focused on what I wanted and what I knew was best for our family. And I ultimately think that's what got me to where I am today. Wow. That is powerful. That is powerful. Did I just really say all that? <laughs> did. And we're going to keep it. <laughs> I was like, wow, where did I come up with all that? <laughs> so when you're going through all of that and you have people in your ear that are casting negativity and doubt, did you ever have a moment where you questioned whether or not you had made the right decision? Oh, I love this question. Okay. People ask me all the time, have you ever had a moment where you want to quit or like enough is enough? And I will tell you with 100% certainty, the answer is no, never. I've never had those thoughts since the day that I left. You know, it hasn't been easy. Like there's been bumps in the road, no different than corporate. You know, I've had people who have stolen business from me. They've left my business and taken people with them. You know, I've had high highs. I've had low lows. You know, you deal with personalities and people and drama and conflict, but it's like that no matter where you are. I remind myself that all the time, but there has never been a day where I thought to myself, you know what? I just want to go back to that job. Never, not once. And that's when you know you're doing the right thing. Like you're in the right place because I could never live the life that I'm living now if I went back to where I used to be. Mm. So I want to play a little game. Oh boy. It's a little rapid fire. Um, so I'm going to start the sentence. You're going to finish it. 
Okay. My ideal business partnership or collaboration would be with an Enneagram three. Okay. <laughs> wow. I know that was probably not. I was like, wait, I had to catch myself. I was like, wait a minute. Like uh, that kind of stumped me. So you okay. have to explain. Okay. I'll have to explain. So I'm an Enneagram three. Um, I'm very driven. I am type A. Um, so really it's, it's somebody who is hardworking, loyal, committed, dedicated. Um, but you also have to be able to give yourself grace, you know? Uh, so I, I would just say, I don't need, yeah, I, that's why I say an Enneagram three. I don't know. That was just like so random, but you said rapid fire. So that was like came out. I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> now it. Now all the listeners are going to be like, Oh, I need to go figure out what my Enneagram <laughs> is. And you should, cause you learn more about yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. And you learn how, and you also learn how not only about yourself, but how you work with others. Exactly. And that's the key. That's the key. Yeah. All right. If I could have dinner with anyone in the universe, it would be with. It would be my grandmothers because they both were deceased before I was born. Mm. Um, Both of them died of breast cancer. My mom's mom when she was a teen and my dad's mom the year, uh, actually months before I was born. So it would be that. I would just love to hear their wisdom and their stories. Have you ever been told that you have a little bit of each of them in in you? Has anyone ever told you that? You know, a little bit of my dad's mom. I'm a lot like my dad. (laughs) We look a lot alike. Our personalities are a lot alike. So yeah, I've heard that a little bit here and there. All right. The most memorable moment in my business was when? One, there was really two. Okay. You get both. So people are going to think this is really weird that this is what I say, but one of the most memorable moments in my business was when my business partner hit her million millionaire mark, Mm. because I felt like everything that I had um, done to build this business came to fruition when she achieved that level of success. So much of this is about, you know, if others don't succeed, you don't succeed. And so I really invest a lot of my energy and my time in ensuring that everyone else succeeds first, because I know the ripple effect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was huge for me. And we, we totally, she did not know. We had her husband come in overnight. He was there. She was the 300th millionaire in our company. It was on the big stage in front of thousands and thousands of people. So that was huge. Um, and I would say my own millionaire moment, but that's like a little too cliche, but I will tell you, The other moment was last January, right before the pandemic, um, I was asked to be a keynote speaker at our annual conference in front of several thousand people. It was the largest stage I've ever spoken on. And being on that stage and just knowing like how far I had come and the things that I had overcome to get to that place, it was such a pivotal moment for me, right? I felt like I had a voice. I felt like a leader um, and I had really grown into the person that I am now to, to earn, to achieve that, to earn that time up there. Mm, I love that. I love that. If you could hit the do over button on one thing in your journey, it would be when. That is such a hard question. Okay. The do over button. I think that I am a very trusting person, um, sometimes to a fault. And I think that I would be a little bit more cautious of where I 
spend my time or the people that I surrounded myself with initially. Um, so that's really, I would say that's what it'd be is just being a little bit more protective of my energy and my time and those that I'm surrounded by. And I'm shaking my head. Like I'm going to give myself whiplash. <laughs> I'm gonna give myself whiplash because I completely, I completely understand that. All right. The thing I'm looking forward to the most is this pandemic being over. <laughs> the worst for a network marketer or a connector personality or like a people person, you know, it's interesting. Um, I'm an introverted extrovert. So I am a chameleon of sorts. Like that actually hasn't been horrible for me because I love being at home and doing and just not right. As you raise your hand. (laughs) Um, but when I'm out in front of people, like I can completely morph and adapt and work the room. And, you know, it's so crazy to me. So I would say, (laughs) yeah, I really want the pandemic to be over. I'm going to be honest, but there's so much to look forward to. I mean, I love that so many things have shifted to an online space and I'm really curious to see, you know, where that's going to go and what, what's going to happen with that. Um, my industry is growing like crazy just because people are realizing how important it is to have multiple streams of income. And I welcome that. I really do. Because I think that, you know, affiliate marketing is also growing rapidly as well. And that's a great space where people can make an extra stream of income online and share what you love. I mean, if we live in a world of word of mouth marketing, so I'm really curious to see where that goes, especially with the way social media has morphed and will continue to morph as we're having more and more limitations or restrictions or whatever that is within that space. So, and it's like, you really have to stay on the pulse of it because you don't know from day to day, you know, I consider myself to be fairly tech savvy, social media savvy, like all the things, but you never know when something, the algorithm is going to change and then it could change everything for somebody in their business. Absolutely. So it keeps you on your toes, but here's what I love about it. Our 94-year-old grandmother is on Facebook, okay? (laughs) And I love that it provides, and she comments on my posts. She sees it all. And I love that no matter what age you are, it still provides a way for you to connect with people virtually that you might not have ever had before. So no matter how much people want to poo-poo it or they want to talk about it positively or negatively, I still love that it connects so many people that would have never been connected before. All right. Final question. 2020 taught me. Oh, so many things. 2020 taught me patience, perseverance, and how to pause. Pausing for somebody like myself was not something that I was familiar with. And I'll be really transparent here because I think it's an important topic that people don't talk about enough. But for the first time in my life, I experienced mental health issues that I had never had before. And to the point in where they were so debilitating that for the first time in eight years, I was not capable of working my business. And it really taught me that it was okay to pause to be able to take care of myself, to make sure that I could be the best mom, the best wife, the best business partner, the best um, business owner that I could be for everyone else. Because if you can't take care of yourself first, you're really not 
going to be able to serve anyone else. So that was huge for me. And I, and I think a lot of people experienced the emotional, the mental roller coaster of 2020. And while at times it's been really, really, really challenging, um, that perseverance and that pause have been huge for me. Mm. And I want to pause here for a moment and say thank you to you for sharing that and being transparent about what this past year has really taught you, because you are absolutely right. We don't talk enough about the mental toll that this pandemic and this past several months has had on all of us, not just the strong, not just the weak, it's all of us, right? And you take that and you couple it with this false narrative that says pausing or resting is somehow a bad thing. Yeah, it's not. And I think, you know, we have to remember that with anything, especially, you know, if somebody is an entrepreneur and they're listening, you really need to sprint and then jog and sprint and then jog. Like January was my sprint. I will tell you I'm walking and jogging right now in my business and you have to do that or else you're going to get burnt out. Um, so I always want to encourage people to have that balance and to know when you need to take a step back to breathe and then rev it up again. I love it. Renee, thank you so much for being with us today. For more information about the Healthy Hustle Academy, for all of our entrepreneurs out there, regardless of what industry or business they are in, where can they find you? Awesome. So we're on Instagram at um, Healthy Hustle Academy. Very simple. Um, You can also follow me myself on Instagram as well. It is Renee Strybman, I think. Oh my gosh, isn't that terrible that I don't even know if it's like my full name or it's it's either Renee Bass Strymon or Renee Strymon, one of the two. It's a long name. I'm also on Facebook and I'm on LinkedIn, all the same name everywhere there. Um, and it's Renee at healthy-hustle.com if you want to shoot me an email or check me out at healthy-hustle.com is our website. So it's all the same. Awesome. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Davida. I'm Davida Parks and you've been listening to Beyond the Mic podcast. You can follow us online and on Instagram. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another conversation beyond the mic.